Let's travel together. There's a Trav Market Media Network podcast for your commute, dog walk, or dinner prep time. Find more at travmarketmedia.com. Hi, it's Megan, host of Travel Radio Podcast, a proud member of the Trav Market Media Podcast Network. Would you take a moment now to like, subscribe, and review the podcast? You can also reach me at info at travelradiopodcast.com, or you could reach the network at travmarketmedia.com. Travel professional or aspiring professional traveler. I'm so thankful you tuned in. Now, let's dig into where our ears will travel today. Hello and welcome to Travel Radio. I am your host, Megan Chapa, and I am pleased today to have Deborah Levinson on the program with me today. Deborah, would you take a moment to introduce yourself and your company? Absolutely. And uh, buongiorno to you, Megan. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. So, um, yes, I'm Deborah Levinson. My company is Mr. and Mrs. Italy Handpicked Experiences. We are tour operators, meaning that we have direct connections on the ground in Italy. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, primarily we work with um, consumers, business to consumer, so other travelers. And we absolutely have travel agents that, that come to us for um, guidance and help on crafting their trips. Yeah, that's good to know. I mean, typically we have, I think we have a pretty good blend. It might even be 50-50 on consumers that listen and travel agents. So that's good to know. Everybody can benefit from this conversation. Um, I heard that you kind of have a unique backstory and that this was not what you intended to do with your career life, but this is where you happily ended up. Would you tell us a little bit about that? My pleasure. Yes. So... Over almost 25 years ago now, um, I was a full-time mom and practicing chiropractor. Okay. And my husband and I always dreamed of going to Italy. And for one reason or another, it kept getting put off. Finally, it happened. Mm-hmm. And from the moment we stepped foot on ground there, and my husband is David, by the way. Okay. Um, from the moment that we stepped foot on ground, it was love at first sight. and. Mm. I always described it as I had, you know, dated many men, but when I met my husband, I was done. Mm-hmm. You know, that was it. And that was Italy. And I just caught the bug. And we did the typical um, trip that people come to us saying, I want to do, you know, Rome, Florence, you know, Venice, uh, the lakes, whatever, uh, because that's what people know. And that's what we knew at the moment. Yep. Um, but, but once we landed, we sort of freed ourselves up a little bit. And we became a little bit more, um, you know, less confined to our itinerary. And every day, I was just more and more hooked. And when I got back, I was like, oh, my God, I've got to figure out how I could get back there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got, I've got this, this fever bad. So um, then uh, we did a trip uh, in the summer with our children. Uh, so we have three sons. Uh, mm-hmm. All of them bring around 30, 30 years old right now, three sons. Okay. Um, 
And it was the time when Francis Mays' book, Under the Tuscan Sun, yep. was just hitting the shelves. So I'm reading that. So we rented a villa and um, got there, and it was not what we expected. Now, you got to remember, we're talking almost 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. So the Internet wasn't what it was. The sure. ability to communicate was maybe you could get through in a phone call, but moreover, it was going to be facts. Sure. So we you know, we had paid for this in advance, and it just was not livable for us. And it was on Lake Trasimeno, which is just below Cortona. And um, there started our journey because we actually walked away from it. Oh, my goodness. And we had, yep, yep. We had, a, you know, a limited, you know, we had a budget. And we were like, we were planning on being at the villa for a month. So we just was like, okay, well, you know, we'll just keep going uh, how the wind blows and let's see <laughs> how long we could maintain this journey with three little boys, which were six, nine, and 11 at oh the time. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. In the back seat of a car. So, you know, you have kids. I know. Um the show will be right back. Now, a quick message from our sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was spectacular. It really, and, and it just, you know, we'd wake up in the morning and go, okay, well, what do we want to see today? But nonetheless, the first day when we walked away, th- th- we went up into the town of Cortona, and we had the three little boys. We called them our three little yonkles with us. <laughs> and David went in one direction with, with two of them. I maybe went in one direction with another one. And we landed in this um, monastery that was just turned into a hotel. Perfect. And yeah, yeah. So big rooms. Now, remember, I mentioned we were chiropractors. So yes. we walk in, my husband as well. So we walk into the reception area and there was this young man there very quintessentially handsome Italian and his name <laughs> is what he still is Stefano. Yes. Stefano had a surf collar on his neck and my husband looks at him and uh, Stefano says, can I help you? And my husband says, look, you give me a room. I can help you. <laughs> and, uh, and, and that's exactly what happened. Long story short, he gave us a room. It was like this big and just a big room with large windows. This was nothing luxurious about it, but it was super clean. It was called Oasi. It was super clean, beautiful wind, big windows looking out over the Tuscan Valley. Mm-hmm. And we got settled in and David had Stefano come up to the room. Now, Stefano happened to have his x-rays with him. It turns out that he was in a oh motorcycle accident. Wow. Mm-hmm. At the time, Stefano was, oh, I want to say about 26, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it turns out he was getting married the following week. Oh, my goodness. And, yep. So he lies down on one of our beds. David's looking at his x-rays and, and says, okay, no problem. Got this. Gave him a chiropractic adjustment. Stefano stands up without the cervical collar on. He moves his head left and right. And he's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. <laughs> um, and then he says, my wedding is next week. You must come. <laughs> This is awesome. This is incredible. This is a great story. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and that was my dream. 
it really was one of my dreams to have that culture. I'm, you know, just in love with the culture, the people, and the food is the top of my list. And I could only imagine what was going to be going on from this perspective. So, yep, we definitely happened to have uh, proper clothes. And um, we went to the wedding. That's incredible. And yeah, it it was, it was, and it, I mean, uh, it was like a, it was incredible. All the food, the wine, uh, you know, the and, and the family was making all the food, of course. Right. Uh, you know, everything from, you know, the uncle standing there carving the pig yes. to all the dessert to uh, the espresso. Yeah, it was it was phenomenal. Do your boys yeah, remember it, it, it? Oh my god, yeah. Well, <laughs> so we ended up going um at that point, uh we were going twice a year. We were going usually in the in the winter months, believe it or not, to ski. My children learned to ski in Cortina di Ampezzo oh. at a very young and then we would go for the summer when they were off from school for anywhere from 4 to 6 weeks. Awesome. And we would just back then, we were on the lira. The exchange of the dollar to the lira was unbelievable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it was, yeah. So that's how it basically started. Then I wrote my first book. Um, I mentioned to you earlier when we were off radio Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that we also published, I also have a publishing company called Max Publications. And I've done, um, we're about to do our eighth guide. Um, but the first guide was called Italy's Best with Kids. And after I wrote it, I went back to practice, chiropractic, yep. and people started calling me. <laughs> and I would just pick up the phone and just laugh. Like, they'd go, we want to do a Levinson family trip. And I'm like, really? But I'm a chiropractor. Like, how am I going to help you? Sure. At any rate, I, I am just one of these people that just believe that, you know, God, innate, whatever you want to call it, you know, put, puts in your past, you know, something, when something is put in your past, I pay attention to it. Yes. And I said, sure, I can do that. And that's where it's gone from there. And so now we spend probably uh, a quarter of the year in Italy. We go to um, travel markets. Uh, there's one of the most, um, prominent and luxurious. It's called the um, International Luxury Travel Market, and it's in Cannes every year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if you qualify for these markets, and then you have to get recommendations from your partners on the ground. And these are, this has been phenomenal. And we also, um, we we also have um, exhibits at the New York Times Travel Show and lecture to travel agents. And we, right now, we're putting together a local event uh, here. I'm in, in the Atlanta, Georgia area, where we're actually going to zoom in one of our partners from uh, South Tyrol, which is in mm. northern Italy. Mm-hmm. To um, they're going to do a wine tasting. This is a, a, a wine, uh, like a wine resort, and they're going to do a wine tasting. And our participants will have all the wine in advance, but they're going to be with us. We're going to be live with the audience, but we'll bring one of our partners in. Neat. Um, yeah, yeah. So neat, neat, neat. Yeah, it, it 
so much fun. And, you know, you and I were also talking about um, how would a travel agent, for example, build a niche. You know what? You don't build a niche. You, you're, you're like born into it. You either have the <laughs> and the love to do it or don't do it. You know, it, it's like if you... If you love Greece, if you have this passion and this just burning desire and, and all you want to do is be in, be in Greece and be with the people and build relationships there, that's it. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't say, oh, okay, I want to be an Italy specialist. No, it just doesn't work that way. You can try it, mm-hmm. but you've got to follow, you gotta follow that, that your love. Yeah. Really, I mean. So when you were first like travel dreaming of going to Italy, like what was it that drew your attention there as opposed to, you know, any of, you know, 200 countries or depending on what year it was, you know, the out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's such a great question. Um, and, and interesting. So both my husband and I, uh, you know, we love pizza. That's a good start. as simplistic as that may sound, and um, I don't know. You know, it was just this idea, romance. It felt like, um, I, w- I would have to say, the the allure of romance hmm. that that we sensed was going to be very alive in Italy. Hmm. And and we find that a lot of our honeymooners that that's it for them. You know, they're they're just dreaming of this very, um, oof, amore. <laughs> they're yeah. just dreaming of, they're dreaming of sitting in cafes, you know, drinking espresso, sitting out over a vineyard, you know, drinking wine. Yes. Uh, up up in the in the north, sipping prosecco. Uh, that's that's it. Yep. And and. It, mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm just agreeing yeah. with you. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Um and and something funny, um a side story mm-hmm. which kind of, which which we laugh and say in a funny way it's a destiny it's a destiny. So David and I are Jewish and we had a Jewish wedding okay. um back almost well it's 38 years on July 10th. Congrats. That's a great run. Thank you. Thank you. And Traditionally, at a Jewish wedding, you have one of your honored uh, elderly make a blessing over the challah for your marriage. Mm-hmm. So there, we're at this point, and the uh, person at the microphone says, I'd like to now call up Uncle Justin to say the mozi over the challah. And all of a sudden, you hear my father go, oh, you can imagine. Expletive, yes. He forgot to pick up the holla. Oh, no. So, makeshift, where uh, we were down in Florida, Boca West, they bring out an Italian bread. <laughs> so, our, our blessing was over an Italian bread. <laughs> it's meant to be, I think. That's, that's, right? that's right? great. Yeah, we. Oh, right. I have... Um, friends of ours they're about to be married actually this whole COVID thing may may have to postpone that but their honeymoon was planned to be in Italy and they are heartbroken and just Uh hearing you describe it I'm like they it is appropriate to be heartbroken over missing this trip I mean not that we should want you know 
we're not minimalizing people being ill, but the celebration of their marriage in such a lovely place would have been really memorable. So, yeah. Totally. It is, um, you know, as I said, we're tour operators, so our our relationships all over Italy on the ground, we have the opportunity to speak to different partners every day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And life in Italy is as back to normal as, as, as imaginable at this time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And unfortunately as Americans, we're not allowed in, but if, if, yeah, we won't go getting political on this, but Italy, you know, is, is up and running. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's phenomenal what they have done. Yes. The government hands them this 18 page guide as to how they needed to cooperate throughout the country to get Italy safe, secure, and ready to receive guests. Hmm. And across the board, they have done this beyond expectation. And, um, yeah, hmm. it, 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 it's a different from region to region. Now there's 20 regions in Italy. Mm-hmm. So it's a little different from region to region. Uh, so for instance, in the north, let's, let's say near Cortina di Impezzo, in those areas um, where they were really, they had very minimal amount of COVID cases. Yep. It's a different. So for example, for breakfast, um, classically at Italian hotels, they have beautiful buffets, mm-hmm. beautiful, you know, all kinds of cheeses and fruits and pastries and, and so forth. So you used to be able to just go up, take what you want, come back and sit and eat it. Yes. So in the North, all the guests have to, and it's, it's very um, controlled. Um, you either have to put on sanitizer or gloves sure. and wear a mask to go up to the buffet. Okay. In other regions, they'll have the plexiglass and they'll have servers. Okay. In other, there are zero buffets and now everything is brought to your table. Mm. Um, but what's, what I'm loving is that all the hotels have are now doing room service for free. Oh, that's Whether a great perk. I mean, not that I should say perk. I don't want to, you know, make light of the situation, but that sounds great. It it is. So whether it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, all the hotels we work with are also known for extraordinary cuisine. So it wouldn't be uncommon to also choose to perhaps have dinner there. Okay. So I'm back, um, you know, being up on Lake Garda or Como or the Amalfi Coast or... Uh, the Ligurian coast, which people mostly know the Cinque Terre, but I encourage you to look at Porta Venere or uh, Sestri Levante. Phenomenal. Mm. Imagine sitting out now on your balcony, complimentary room service, and looking at these views. What more could you ask? Yeah, or, not much. That sounds amazing. Yeah, or some of our properties like in Tuscany or Umbria, um, they have like beautiful pools, beautiful views of vineyards, and you just 
okay, so you, you tell Davide that you want to have dinner tonight out at the pool. Perfect. Yeah. They'll set it up. And um, what they always say, one of our favorite expressions in English is they say, it would be my pleasure. Yes. It would be my pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Well, mm-hmm. well, let's, um, let's do some daydreaming about maybe, because uh, I've talked to Italy on this podcast before, but typically, you know, we're doing, you know, wine, wine and, and pizza and, you know, cuisine, but there's more to Italy and you offer kind of an active itinerary that I want to get into because I think it's, you know, active itineraries, adventure itineraries are something that's of interest and especially in the region of Puglia. And yeah. we're talking about a bicycling, is it day trips or is it a tour around? So we only do comprehensive itineraries. Okay. So come with, come to us or your friend who's about to go on a honeymoon was going to go on her honeymoon. She will. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a comprehensive um, up onboarding in the beginning. And when I say we, it's my partner. Um, my husband also works with us in our company. But Claudia Camerino mm-hmm. um, is, is my, my partner in crime here, as we call each other. And just, just as a segue to this, she is also my middle son's partner for life. Okay. And <laughs> it's so... He introduced her to me, and we've been working together for almost six years. Oh, that's great. And yeah, it's, it's a phenomenal relationship. And we bring that relationship to everybody that we speak with. And you'll make an appointment, and we spend at least an hour on the front end going through who you are, what you're dreaming. If it's a honeymoon, you know, we want to hear from, you know, both, both partners, mm-hmm. you know, Tell us who you are. Sometimes it's it's families, um, much like yourself, mm-hmm. you, your husband, you, two children. Tell me what your five year old is interested. Tell me what your eight year old is interested. Your seventeen year old, your twenty year old. Yeah, we're doing a right now next summer. It was supposed to be this summer. It's going to be next summer. It's a second wedding. Okay, and it's be doing it in Venice. Okay, and. So we have basically two children, your children's age, five and eight. Mm-hmm. Maybe, no, actually, they're a little older. Then the husband has three older children that are all hovering around 20-ish. So how do you start putting a trip together for all these, like, multi-generations? Sure. You start figuring out who everybody is. Yes. So back to Polly. Um, so... If it's, uh, let's say it's a a few couples, we we did a a Puglia trip for three different couples. Again, they were very different. Uh, One was huge, avid biker, and and the others liked biking, but not top on their list. Yep. So how do you do that? So it, it, it very simply. We offer something for everybody that still keeps the group together. Okay. So... We have bike, uh, a road bike, like a carbon bike, mm-hmm. high end. We have electric bikes, uh-huh. and we have a drive. Okay. Um, so let's hear in this instance, let's say we're in the town of Ugento. There's a phenomenal property there called Castello di Ugento. 
Mm-hmm. And it is just that. It's a castle turned hotel, mm-hmm. family property, meticulously renovated and extraordinarily well run. And so let's say we're staying at the at uh, Castello di Ugento. That morning you get up and our partner uh, Angelo from Apulia Services mm-hmm. will pull up in and he'll have what everybody ordered, whether it's the road bike or the e-bike, make sure that it fits you, put the bikes back in the van, and anybody who doesn't want a bike sits in the van. Or we hire, you know, if there's a larger group, then we get an extra van. Okay. And from Ugento, we'll drive towards the sea, which is, which is relatively close. I mean, Ugento is already towards the sea, but we'll get on this particular road. Okay. And we get there, bikes come out, you've got a guide on the ground with you, biking along, and I, I love biking, but my, it, we're, my husband and I are in that category where he's an incredibly avid biker, loves it, he'll go out every day of the week and throw down 40 miles. Oh my gosh. You know, I can do that, but let me tell you something, Megan, when I'm in Italy, that's not my MO. I was going to say, you're on vacation, want- right? Like, <laughs> relax. Yeah, generally, I'm always, I'm working, but work is, is, my, is also my vacation. It's my love. It's my passion. So I want to take it in. I don't want to miss anything. Sure. So I go with the And this particular road um, is going to take you up the coast to the town of Gallipoli. And... W- Amazing vistas, beautiful beaches, rocky coastline. Mm. I don't miss a moment of it. So if you've got the e-bike on, and e-bikes are great because if you want to get a little bit more exercise, you just turn your motor off. Okay. Um, But nothing thrills me more than um, my husband's climbing up this hill, and I turn on the motor, and I just (laughs) wave at yeah, yeah. That's great. Um, yeah, so it's so beautiful. Beautiful blue sea, white sandy beaches, just these little outcrops, grottos, and then you, you end up in this old fishing village, which the, the name, Galapoli, means beautiful city mm-hmm. or beautiful town. And it is. It is everything you would imagine. But what we love about this is how often have you heard that somebody went to this town, Ugento or Gallipoli? I have not. never. Yes. Right? And, and you are so seasoned as a traveler. Mm. So this is what we specialize, getting people to these places where the culture, the food, the wine, uh, going to, to make fresh mozzarella, um, ah, just being with the people. Yes. So then are you stopping at a cafe or are you doing a wine tasting? What happens when you're there? Or sorry, All of it. Okay. Yeah. That is what we craft into the trips. And that's why it's great to have a van because if you've had a little bit too much, then you don't really feel you can get in the van. And of course, we would always have what's called a SAG, that backup mm. um, to the... So, um, yeah. 
so that's what we'll we'll plan out each day. This is just one day in the life of being in Polya or in this in also known as Apolya, yep. also known as the Heel or the Salento um, Peninsula. Mm, mm, okay. Uh, yeah. So stop at a winery, have a, a little bit of you know um, you know cheese, meats with the wine. And then continue along. When you, we get to the town, the town is so fascinating. Okay. So, you know, we park our bikes. Angelo will, and, you know, his company is fabulous, Apulia Services. We've been working with them for years. Mm-hmm. They'll take the bikes. Everything is safe. And they'll have a guide there for us to take us through the town and show us all the nooks and crannies, the old bakery that, that makes the his, historic um, pastries, have some espresso, um, amazing. Then go and sit and have lunch out on the sea mm. with, you know, typical, you know, typical fare um, for that region. Now, of course, we mentioned there's 20 different regions. Every region has their own cut of pasta, their okay. own types of sauce, their own particular cheeses, of course, their own wines. But one of the things that people don't realize about Apulia is it's known for its olive oil. It mm. has the largest production, perhaps in all of Europe. I did not know. It's amazing. Yeah. And the trees are old and beautiful. Mm, I have seen and pictures of those trees, and they are so large and I don't know. I don't know how to describe them. It's not quite like the tree from Fern Gully. Do you remember that movie, the Baobab tree? Yeah. But they're like yes, yes. big and fat and thick and they reach up. Yeah, they're beautiful. Yes, yes. I used to always say they look like almost like ballerinas dancing with their, their arms out. Yes. And, uh, so beautiful. Yes. Well, you may think we're at the end of the day, but it's only just done. <laughs> but because no. as the sun we have a sailboat waiting oh, wow. to take around the peninsula and show it to you from the sea and aboard, aboard the boat. We have um, wine, you know, uh, Prosecco mm. or dirt, and you just sit back and just admire the coast. So now you've gotten to see the coast from, from the road, from the bike, and now from the boat. So many modes of transportation. Yeah, and I think a pretty, you know, well-rounded picture of the region you're in. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's great. But we're not done. Oh, we're not done. No, no, no. So then the drivers, then we're we're done biking at at this particular moment. Okay. And we all get back in the van with our bikes, go back to Castella di Ugento. Mm-hmm. They have a world-class chef that works with them. And um, the food is phenomenal. Mm. Her name is uh, Odette. And if you can imagine eating at a castle, either on a beautiful day, you know, on a good good day sitting out, you know, in, 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 in like, a, you know, the top of the castle and looking out over the sea and mm. olive trees and vineyards 
or within in the castle. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yes. And then we have a full course dinner served to us, <laughs> which includes wine with with every course. Yes. And then what we love is, you know, people at, at first, generally um, Americans will say, oh, I don't want to eat at the hotel because they're thinking, you know, like typical American hotel. You know, like a Marriott or something. Yeah. But these are places where you're going to get the absolute finest cuisine. Mm. And at the end of the day, yeah, it's great to be out all day. So now you, you had breakfast at the hotel you had a wine tasting on the road. You had dinner in the t- in the in the fishing village. You had aperitifs out at sea, and now you're back at the castle. Guess what? You're ready when for you're bed. Eating, <laughs> that's it. Now you just gently walk back to your room, and you're done. And then you get up and repeat. That's awesome. That is a good day. That is a really good day. Oh man. Well. Um, yeah, so then would you base every would you stay in Puglia the whole time or would you like are there other day trips from there? Oh that, yeah, on, absolutely. Via bike or would you You know what I heard? I think I talked about this on my last podcast about Puglia, but we didn't get into it much. Is this where there's um a cave or an island with caves and there were people living on them and they didn't realize it? Is that I'm this region? Actually, uh, I'm not familiar familiar with that to tell you the truth, but yes, I would spend many days on the on in Puglia. And honestly, at this point in the world, I would really encourage people to not run around so much. This is good tip. Often, yeah, often people come to us. This is you know pre pre COVID. And Claudia and I talk to them and we're listening and everybody says Rome, Florence, Venice, Milan, Cinque Terre, Malfi Coast, Lake Como. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal places. Absolutely all worth going to, immersing and seeing, but not all at once. Yeah. And at this point, getting off the beaten path, going somewhere where you can really what we call escape in place, like Castello di Ugento and maybe and all the properties that we that we work with at this point. Mm-hmm. You, you're never going to see it all. Yeah. I've been to all 20 regions and uh, you know over almost 25 years and still haven't seen it all. But for me, it's I love to say it. It's my work, but somebody has to do it. But <laughs> at the same time, Go, be with the people, learn about the area that you're in because there's so much to discover. Spend, you know, maybe spend five nights in Puglia. Yeah. And, and really just be there. You've got Lecce, you, you've got um, just like a, a, an entire heel. And it mm. doesn't need to be limited. And if you're, if you're, at, if you're really into hiking, biking, boating, paragliding, whatever it is that, that you're in, there are different, uh, what do I want to call them? Like, um, perspectives that you can get each day mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It, just by going in a little bit different direction. And we've got people on the ground that whatever you're dreaming, we're going to make happen. Yeah. Some people dream of doing it, you know, in 
a convertible or an, an, an old vintage car. But of course, there's the bike. So every day, I mean, we've done, you know, five, six day biking excursions in Puglia. But every day, uh, Angelo will come and get the travelers and bring them out in a different in different direction to see what else they haven't seen. Yeah. Or you can have your own car and drive to these different locales. Whatever it is, we'll we'll help you craft it out so that when you arrive on the ground that you have direction. But we only but we like to leave room for exploration, for you to discover your own Italy, your own Puglia, your own Ugento. Yeah, I think this is really good advice, and this is, you know, I, I'm, I'm specializing in, you know, I'm not working for a travel agency at the moment, but when I do, I'm going to be someone's specialist for the UK. And a lot of people ask me to help them plan trips here, which is great, but they want to do kind of the same, you know, broad, like, mad dash to see all of everything they can, but they don't realize that. I mean, you're losing so much in the commute. Like you're losing time that you could be... Like, I am a fan of slow travel. I like to spend yeah. five days in an area and, you know, go down a different alley each day or, you know, do yeah. for, for my son. He wants to... If there was something involving dragons or dinosaurs, okay, let's do that for a day. And then we'll do the, the history for mom and dad another day. And my daughter is into arts and things like that. So there really is different ways to experience a city every day or a town or a village or, you know, region, whatever you want to, whatever you want to focus on. But yeah, I, and, and just for the spreading of germs in this case, like let's not take something from, you know, a high density area to a low density area. I, I think it's kind of wise to, to focus uh, on an area just, just to be a responsible traveler. So yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I, I really like the idea of Puglia. I like the idea of these bike trips. I like the idea of having a van so that after you've eaten and drank all of the things you've eaten and drank, you can just say, I'm good and get in the van. <laughs> and maybe, maybe have a little car nap on your way back to the castle. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you can get ready to eat again and drink again. That's right. Um, so, Megan, I like what you said in terms of that um, that you eventually would like to be doing handcrafted trips for people in the UK. Now, you know the UK. Mm -hmm. I don't know the UK. So mm -hmm. why would I call you and then try and tell you what I want to do when you're the specialist? Yeah. I, you know, take me somewhere I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends on the client, right? They or, or why they're interested in the things they want to do. So I try to get people to say, let's, some people want to do filming locations or like a literary tour, or maybe they want to do World War II history. And so I try to, you know, kind of theme it a little bit if we can. And that'll, and that'll give you a better perspective of, of the country you're going to also. But yeah, it's, it's interesting, and, and, and all that to say, for people who are listening that are not travel professionals, there are travel professionals and tour operators that specialize in anything and everything, and so it behooves you to pick someone who has an expertise. And even for me, when people ask me to do something that's outside of my expertise, I will pass you to someone I know and trust that will get you 
you know, where you need to go with more insight than I have. So work with someone who's willing to pass you off also if they're not an expert in the area, because that's going to make a better trip for you in the end. So, yeah. Absolutely. You know, as I mentioned, we go to the international luxury travel market. So we have the opportunity to meet specialists from all over the world. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're exactly right. That's what we do. But I want to, want to add one other thing um, mm-hmm. post is travel professionals, tour operators like ourselves, and what you're going to be doing in the UK is going to be and is essential. Mm-hmm. Because, as I was mentioned earlier, there's different rules now in traveling. It's so and true. years ago, we discussed. I, we would just wing it, you know, three little kids, my husband and I, that is not the, it's just not way the world right, right now. now. Yeah. No, it's the world right now. And there are rules. Hotels have rules. You can't just like walk up to the front desk and go, Hey, do you have any rooms? Yep. It just work like that anymore. And even let's say, for example, if you want to go to Venice and you want to see Piazza San Marco, well, guess what? You used to be able to just walk in. Now you have to have basically a permit, uh, like a, a ticket, as, mm-hmm. because limiting the amount of traffic, which mm. is phenomenal. And Italy has returned to the Italy that I fell in love with almost 25 years ago. You know, right now, of course, they're missing us. They're missing the Americans. Mm. But even when that when that comes back and it will sooner than later, there's, it's a different world. So you're going to need a professional to help you navigate before you leave your house. Yeah. I've been, uh, I'm on a lot of these forums for different types of travel people and travelers and travel professionals. And that is the kind of like the hot topic right now is like, you need to plan your client's trip, but you also need to be kind of a legal expert and an insurance expert and you need to know all of these things and and everything has to be booked in advance like you can't just show up and get tickets to the Vatican or something nope. you have to you have to have tickets and and anyway it's just i think when tourism comes back like when americans are welcomed back to europe which folks wear your masks that's what's going to do it they're wearing masks they want you to wear masks so there you go but yep. um but when it comes Back, I think that it's going to be a better experience. I wouldn't expect it to be a cheaper experience, as some people have said they think it will be. I think it will actually be more expensive because places are operating at half or a third capacity. But it's going to be a better Correct. experience because you're going to be able to get a picture of you and the Sistine Chapel, maybe with only one or two other people in the frame. Like, you might be able to do that. So, yeah, I just... I'm I'm ready for travel. Well, I'm excited for travel to come back, and I'm sad to be leaving the UK slash Europe. But at the same time, like I'm a little yeah, I'm hesitant. But I'm ready. I'm excited for people to do it again. I don't know. It's a weird place to be in the world. But for now, you and I can have these conversations and travel dream and help other people travel dream. And um, yeah, and I'm glad that I'm glad that we did have this conversation. Because it's it's really motivational and makes me want to do that. And I hope it helps other people uh, do that too. Well, I hope that when you're ready to embrace the UK as a travel expert, reach out to me. And it would be my pleasure to help you 
organize in a way that is um, seamless. Okay. Well, I appreciate the offer. Now tell people where they can find you online in case they want to plan a trip. My pleasure. So um, I also want to add this. Okay. We have done a, um, a video series called mm. Italy Escape in Place. Okay. And it'll be launched about a week on Instagram TV. Okay. So have a look. We are interviewing, um, you know, we're having sort of fireside chats with our partners all around Italy, primarily the hotel, but there'll be, you know, others as well. And um, it'll give you really good insight into the, um, the situation in Italy and actually how wonderful it is. Okay. So uh, look for us on there. And that's Mr. and Mrs. Italy Travel on Instagram. So online, we are Mr. and Mrs. Italy Handpicked Experiences. You can go many, many roads to get to us on, on the internet. You can use um, Mr. and Mrs. Italy.com mm-hmm. or handpicked, handpickedItaly.com. We'll both get you there. Okay. And we're Mr. and Mrs. Italy Travel. And we have an 800 number, which is 888-770-8048. And honestly, if anybody just wants to reach out to me, let me give you my personal cell phone. Oh, my goodness. You're giving it to the world, so go for it. (laughs) 770-851-0935. Would love to chat. All right, that's a good offer. And then if you if you have problems finding it or you don't want to, you know, write those things down, if you go to travelradioonline.com or travel radio podcast, it's the same page. Uh, it will be the uh it, well, if you're listening to this when it releases, it'll be the most current episode, but if you just uh, even in the search box, you can put Puglia and it will come up. And or Mr. and Mrs. Italy, it will come up. They will come up. If you're on the show notes, you'll see their shining faces. You can just click on them. It'll have all their contact information. So lots of ways to get to them if you're not able to write it down right now. So there you go. Well, fabulous. Yes. Thank you for joining me on the podcast. It was really enjoyable. Oh, I loved it. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yes. Maybe we can talk a different region sometime. That would be nice. It would be my pleasure. You know what would be really fun, Megan, oh, is what? to um, have maybe like a, a new prospective client, a uh, traveler, mm-hmm. uh, coming on and telling us about where they want to go. And then we take, we kind of, you know, just uh, disseminate what they're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, are, mm-hmm. are they really saying Rome, Florence, and Venice? Or is their interest in who they are? going to match better with the region of Piedmont Mm. or the Marquette. Interesting. Interesting. I might have someone for you. I might have someone. We'll maybe I'll get these honeymooners on. Let me see if I can get them on. That'd be fun. (laughs) Oh, blast. That would be a blast. Okay, great. Well, then uh, we'll be in touch and see if we can make that happen. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great, good luck with your move, Megan. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yes, yes. I will take thoughts and prayers for sure. All right. Well, this is oh, wonderful. This is Megan Chapa of the Travel Radio Podcast saying good night or good morning.
You're listening to a Trav Market Media podcast. Questions, comments, collaboration ideas? Contact us at podcasts at travmarketmedia.com. Again, that's podcasts with an S at travmarketmedia.com.